Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechet Ediot, Perik Dalad Mishniyud, dedicated towards Schut of Rav Shlema for Tova Miriam, but Devorah Mindel. Our Mishnah deals with four more machlokas, four more debates between Shammai and Hillel. First is Hamadir Ishto Bitash Mishamita. If a man, for whatever reason, takes a vow that he will not sleep with his wife, how long does this last for? It definitely does not last long term. So Bitshamai Armi Mishte Shabbatot. Shammai says we give him up to two weeks because there are times that a couple will be apart for two weeks. But beyond that, if he wants to keep this going, he's going to have to divorce her. He's not allowed to stay in the marriage and refuse to be intimate with his wife. Behil Armi Shabbatachad. Behil says no, it's only it's a one week limit. That's debate number one. Debate number two. If, okay, when a woman gives birth, so there's a couple of weeks that go by that she is forbidden to her husband, fine. Then there's a 66-day time, which she's not allowed to go in the Beit HaMikdash, and then she brings a korban. So that would bring us to 80 days. So on the 81st day, she can enter the Beit HaMikdash. However... If uh, the question is what happens if in that period of time, let's say she becomes pregnant again, and then she miscarries. So she starts the same 80-day count over again. And on the 81st day, she can bring the korban and she can enter the Beit HaMikdash. What happens if she's finished a full 81 days, 80 or 81 days, to the night of the 81st? It's full 80 days. And then uh, she, at that point miscarries, does she need to start the count over again or is this really an extent is, is it a new a new new count with a new korban or is it still count on the first korban? So according to Beit Shammai Beit Shammai poached in a korban. They say that since the night after full day 80, she still couldn't bring the korban until the next day so then if she miscarries, it's still all going to be one korban that goes back to the original birth she'll just start her 80 day count all over again According to Beit Hillel the, uh, the 80 day period has finished, she'll bring the first korban but she's going to start a new 80 days and bring a second korban after the miscarriage because it's completely separate. Third debate. Sadin betzitzis. Uh, what about a linen garment? So Beit Shammai says you don't put tzitzis, which are made of wool, wool strings on a linen garment. That's shotnays. It's mixing wool and linen. Behila says, no, there's an obligation to put wool tzitzis on a linen garment. They are, uh, tzitzis is an exception within the laws of shotnays, and you would still put them on. Finally, Kalkalat Shabbat, HaShabbat, Bechamei Potrin, Ubeit Hilo Machaivin. If you have a basket of fruit, so generally there's a question, if you're not yet done really collecting the fruit, you're still outdoors, you're allowed to take a snack before you take Truma and Maser. If you walk by a tree, you can just take a snack. But once you're done and really collecting it, you have to take Truma and Maser, you have to tithe it before you can eat it. What happens if you've gathered a basket and declared it for Shabbos? You want to take a snack on Friday. Is taking a snack on Friday considered that you haven't finished the basket yet? You know, it's really for Shabbos. Says, you're not there, so you're taking a snack. You don't have to take Truma. Or no, once you declare it for Shabbos, you're saying this basket is done and we'll have to have tithes taken. So Beit Shammai says you don't need to take truma, you can just take a snack. And Beit Hillel says no, once you declare it for Shabbos, even though you're eating it Friday, you're declaring that this basket is finished and ready and as a ready item it requires tithing before you can eat it.